Hello and welcome to this week's Skeptical Reporter. My name is Miruna from the Skeptics in Romania podcast and I am bringing you news on science and skepticism from around the world. In South Korea, the anti-evolution sentiment seems to be winning its battle with mainstream science. A petition to remove references to evolution from high school textbooks claimed victory last month after the Ministry of Education, Science and Technology revealed that many of the publishers would produce revised editions of the textbooks. Such editions will exclude examples of the evolution of the horse or of avian ancestor Archaeopteryx. The move has alarmed biologists who say that they were not consulted. The ministry just sent the petition out to the publishing companies and let them judge, says Daik Young, an evolutionary scientist at Seoul National University. The campaign was led by the Society for Textbook Revise, which aims to delete the error of evolution from textbooks to correct students' views of the world. The Society says that its members include professors of biology and high school science teachers. It is an independent offshoot of the Korea Association for Creation Research, according to representatives of the association. In a 2009 survey conducted for the South Korean documentary The Era of God and Darwin, almost one-third of the respondents didn't believe in evolution. Of those, 41% said that there was insufficient scientific evidence to support it, 39% said that it contradicted their religious views, and 17% did not understand the theory. Doctors in Australia have made an urgent plea to the Supreme Court to help save a Jehovah's Witness girl aged just four who is dying of leukemia. Justice Richard White heard that the girl, who cannot be identified, was diagnosed with cancer of the blood and bone marrow. Doctors said she should have a blood transfusion, but her parents objected on religious grounds. The hospital turned to the court, arguing that without treatment the girl would die. The hearing in South Australia came two years after the court made the legal first ruling to save a 10-year-old boy. Justice White, who also heard the boy's case, said treatment was in the little girl's best interests. Pediatric oncologist Dr. Petra Ricci explained the treatment would give the girl a 90% chance of survival. Asked what would happen otherwise, Dr. Ricci replied, she will die, I would say in a matter of weeks. Justice White handed down his decision immediately, ordering that the girl undergo a blood transfusion. 46% of Americans believe in the creationist view that God created humans in their present form at one time within the last 10,000 years, according to a new poll. The prevalence of this creationist view of the origin of humans is essentially unchanged from 30 years ago when Gallup first asked the question. About a third of Americans believe that humans evolved but with God's guidance. 15% say humans evolved but that God had no part in the process. The question wording chosen by Gallup explicitly frames the three alternatives in terms of God's involvement in the process of human development, making it less than surprising to find that the more religious the American, the more likely he or she is to choose the creationist viewpoint. Highly religious Americans are more likely to be Republican than those who are less religious, which helps explain the relationship between partisanship and beliefs about human origins. The major distinction is between Republicans and everyone else. While 58% of Republicans believe that God created humans in their present form, 39% of independents and 41% of Democrats agree. Receiving vitamins through an intravenous drip may be the latest Hollywood health craze, but there's little evidence the practice has any health benefits, experts say. In addition, the invasive IV method poses more risks than taking vitamins by mouth. Last month, the singer Rihanna tweeted a picture of her arm connected to an IV drip, which apparently delivered a solution of vitamins directly into her vein, according to ABC News. Other celebrities, including Madonna, have also reportedly received vitamins this way. The IV solutions can contain a single vitamin, such as vitamin C, or a cocktail of nutrients including magnesium, B and C vitamins, experts say. 
Some people say they feel more alive after receiving the infusion. While such drips can be beneficial for people with certain conditions, they should not be used routinely by people who are looking for a quick fix for their health, said Dr. David Katz, director of the Prevention Research Center at Yale University School of Medicine. We are designed to get nutrients through our GI tract, and absent a clear and compelling reason to do otherwise, that is how we should get them, Katz said. Experts agree that the best way to get vitamins is through a healthy diet. And now let's look at some news in science. Astronomers have found the faintest galaxy yet seen in the deep, distant reaches of space, an object whose light has taken 13 billion years to reach us. The tiny galaxy, which existed about 800 million years after the Big Bang created the universe, is among the top 10 most distant objects known. This image is like a baby picture of this galaxy, taken when the universe was only 5% of its current age, Arizona State University astronomer James Rhodes said in a statement. Rhodes and his colleagues used the IMAX instrument on the Magellan telescopes in Chile to image the galaxy, applying a special filter to restrict the light coming into the telescope. With this research, we've not only found one of the furthest galaxies known, but also the faintest confirmed at that distance, explained Arizona State University's Sanjita Malotra. Alarm over the fate of the two rarest rhinoceros species, the Javan and Sumatran rhinos, has prompted the Indonesian president to announce efforts to preserve the animals and to declare the 5th of June the beginning of the International Year of the Rhino. As part of the effort, Indonesian officials will take action to move animals into protected habitats and improve these areas to allow for their survival. The announcement, made at the request of the International Union for Conservation of Nature and other conservation groups, follows Indonesian efforts to establish a rhino task force to enforce the protection and monitoring of remaining rhino populations. In a development scientists are calling a tour de force, researchers have reconstructed the genome of a fetus using DNA samples from the parents. Because their technique did not require an invasive test to take samples from the fetus itself, it's an important step toward what could become a low-risk way to identify genetic disorders early in development, experts say. Currently, when genetic testing is done, it's done for just a few diseases, said lead author Dr. Jay Schender, an associate professor of genome sciences at the University of Washington. A test based on the new technique could detect the roughly 3,000 conditions known as Mendelian disorders, each of which are the result of a single mutated gene, Schender said. Huntington's disease, hemophilia, and sickle cell anemia fall into this category. While each of these disorders is relatively rare, together they affect about 1% of births, Schender said. But with the cost of genome sequencing expected to come down and as the technique is further refined, the hope is that researchers can develop a clinical test that detects many diseases non-invasively. Two labs and longtime partners in creating synthetic super-heavy chemicals have been honored by new names of those two elements. Element number 114 is now officially known as fluorovium after the Flerov Laboratory of Nuclear Reactions in Russia. And element 116 is now Livermorium after the Lawrence Livermore National Laboratory in California. The International Union of Pure and Applied Chemistry announced the new names on the 30th of May. Both elements were created at the Flerov Lab in Dabna, Russia by hurling calcium ions with 20 protons each into a piece of curium with 96 protons. That merger made element 116, which decayed almost immediately into element 114 and then into lighter elements. Element 114 was also created by colliding calcium with plutonium, element 94. The naming of super-heavy elements is often a battle for prestige over who should get credit for the discovery. But both elements were discovered by a flare of Livermore collaboration and IUPAC agreed with their proposal that each should be honored. Still awaiting formal names are elements 113, 115, 117 and 118. 
And now in local news from Romania, we learned that Romanian researchers no longer have access to international scientific articles from Thomson Reuters following a decision by the Ministry of Education. The publishing house has blocked access for Romanian researchers to its database because of a delay in signing the contract for services. The former president for the National Authority for Scientific Research, Dragos Chuparu, has explained that the effects of the ministry's decision to delay signing the contract are devastating. According to him, this results in researchers being unable to check if the subjects they wish to study have already been the subject of research, being unable to check for plagiarism, and isolating Romanian research. This was Miruna for The Skeptical Reporter. This show was recorded today, the 7th of June, 2012. Thank you for listening.